Blog Talk Radio. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am your host. I am the Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi coming to you live from the United States of America. I thank God for you all for tuning in to today's broadcast. Um, I just am very appreciative of the mere fact that, you know, God is with us for this day, the day that God has created, um, and I truly shall rejoice and be glad in this day. Amen. I just want to praise God for the opportunity to meet with you. Amen. As our regular schedule broadcast will convene and reconvene as I I've had an awesome opportunity to take my time of rest, sabbatical. From time to time, you know, you have to take a, a you know, step back type of an attitude and, uh, you know, just, you know, just relax. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 and just, you know, see the salvation of the Lord, you know. I just thank God for each and every one of you that uh, tune in to the broadcast and listen to other ministries as they go forth in power, Buddhist power. Amen. And so we want to start our broadcast as, as, as usual with it's a prayer to the one true and living God and uh, just to acknowledge him uh, to the power of the Holy Ghost on fire, to Jesus Christ, our beloved brother and friend forever. Amen. Um, a friend because he's said that he laid down his life for his friends. And uh, I just thank God for, you know, his obedience to the cross. So we want to um, call on the angels of God to come forward. Amen. And the um, principal thing is wisdom, and we want wisdom to be here with us as we join in, in the celebration of God's anointed um, prodigies. And we just thank God for you all for being a part of the network and um, for standing strong. On today's episode, we're talking about a very powerful idea. It says that I will not be denied. Amen? I will not be denied. Say that with me. I will not be denied. Amen? Um, You know, you have people in this world that want um, things for themselves. They don't want you to have it for whatever reason. Amen. You are a child of the Most High God. You are a queen in your own right, in your own establishment, um, born as a princess. Uh, amen. And uh, for the young men, you are king in your own right, born as prince. Amen. And your loyalty to the throne uh, and God will sit you up on the throne if you are obedient to his word at all times. You know, you can't slip and slide. and you know. But we do at times slip and slide and wonder, you know, well, maybe this world is better um, than, um, you know, serving um, in, in the position of uh, a journeyman in the household of faith. It seems to be so boring. So let's begin our broadcast with prayer. I got a call. Uh, today's broadcast really am ignited because I got a call from the Small Business Administration, and um, I just thank God for um, Mr. Milton. You know, he gave me a call, 
and just uh, made me aware that he had gotten an email that the church had shut down. And I said, "When? what email? Where did you get that knowledge from, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This church is never shut down. This church is open day and night, 24-7, as the mandate that was given unto me um, June 12, 1993. And, um, you know, in the scripture in uh, Isaiah chapter 60, where it said that, you know, we'll be shut down, we'll neither be shut down day or night. So we're, we have a 24-7 operation, seven days a week, 365, preaching and teaching the word of God, singing, um, even testimony. I, I call my online uh, radio broadcast, which has been streaming um, since 20, uh, 2000, which was before streaming was a thing and before anything was a thing. Okay, we were trying to make um, this thing work, and uh, I had created uh, five different radio things, and I, I, I stepped into one. Oh, my gosh, it was really like it had everything that I needed. You know, I created my own and, and stuff, but, you know, sometime when a wheel is invented, why reinvent the wheel when something is, it works, right? So I've been on this one platform for the longest of time, but uh, started the creation before even they started their business, amen? Um, so like I said, we're going to start with prayer. Um, the subject of the matter, the topic of today's broadcast is, I will not be denied. I want the children of God to say this with me. I will not be denied. Say it louder because I really can't hear you. I will not be denied. One more time. I will not be denied with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. The thing that you have need of, the things of the desire of your heart is yours for the taken, the undertaken to reach out and grab, reach out and touch. Amen. You know, there's a song that reach out and touch somebody's hand, make this a better world if you can. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this a better world if you can. You know, and and we I grew up with so many beautiful uh, singers and songstresses and, and writers, and and, and they, they wrote some beautiful lyrics and, and just told so many wonderful poems. And and um, and we still have a lot of great writers and readers and inspirations inspirational speakers and uh, mentors and just so many ideas, you know, and so much creative talent, you know. But the thing that a lot of people have come to find out that they, within their own self, deny themselves. I'm not talking about anybody around the world trying to affect them. I'm talking about within their inner self and their own mind. They, 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 they deny themselves of the opportunity of their great wealth or their great aspiration. So today's broadcast is about I will not be denied. So you're saying this to yourself. And when you speak, when you speak out of your mouth, it goes into your ears and encoded and decoded in it. Um, it goes into your brain, right, in the center where the mold of your brain is. It goes in that thought, the vibration, I will not be denied. I, you keep saying I will not be denied. So all of a sudden, your goes away because negative 
negative aspiration is not your place. Negative aspiration does nothing for anyone, especially not you. The eye will not be denied of that thing, that desire, you know? Uh, as long as it's legal and right and justified and, you know, you're not you're hurting anyone, you're doing things in righteousness, okay? Um, it's not an evil report. It's, it's, it's a good report. So I really just want to just pray for Milton and the Small Business Administration of the United States of America, just, you know, giving me a ring, ding-a-ding, you know, calling me in a cellular. Because, see, the thing is, I, I work at the cellular level. You know, I'm in the background of things. And sometimes people don't see you, you know, that they can touch and feel or something. They think you're not in existence or something. They think something's wrong, you know. I took a, a little reprieve, which I didn't know I was taking a reprieve, but, you know, I needed a reprieve because we have to re- rest, you know. You see a lot of the influencers have died and gone on because they were so stressed out and keeping their <laughs> program going. They died. This thing can exhaust you, man. We're operating 24 7, 365 days of the year. And then, in fact, last year during the school cut, a month before, like, I, I completely lost my voice. I could not speak. I could not utter a word. And um, my doctor, one of the medical um, practitioners, said to me, if you don't stop talking, you are going to lose your voice permanently. So I asked, did I step back and say, no? Um, my voice is the voice and the oracle of God, and it must speak, amen, out loud so that people can hear what thus says the Lord through my voice, my lips to play, amen, not someone else's, amen. I don't want someone else to cry out for me, not even a rock to cry out for me. I want it to come from me and within me because God has set me on this earth for such a time as this to speak his word to his people all over the world. Amen. And I just really want to thank God for the people of God and the children of God and all the men and women that is born on this. I, I love you so much because you love me, you know. But God loved me first. And for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in Jesus Christ, the son of God, son of the living God, shall, you know, shall have life, life in the land of the living life, everlasting life. Amen? Um, you shall not die. You shall live. Amen? Immediately, if you believe and trust in those words and say, yeah, God, I believe, you could just even be like faking it till you make it. You just say, yeah, God, I believe. Yeah, God, I, I believe. Yeah, God, I believe. You know, yeah, whatever, I believe. It's just, you know, just be like, be flippant about it. It doesn't matter. Just the very mere fact that you said it, 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 it generates something into your mind into your mind that, that allows you to um, same, you know, it, it's, it's, just, it's just a great opportunity, you know, to um, love upon yourself by speaking positive vibration. I will not be denied. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this broadcast. Thank you, Lord God, for Milton and Small Business Administration the reviewer, Lord God, of our organization. I, I just thank God that we're so legitimate that, you know, um, you know, we have the federal government looking at our activities and, and saying, are you closed? <laughs> Amen. I praise God. We're not closed. We're not shut down. 
Lord God, we're listening to the voice of God. We're fasting, praying, we're seeking you early and seeking your faith continuously in a, in a continuum. And I thank you, Lord God, for every ministry, every man and woman of God that also are doing God's work. It's a, it's a very difficult task and sometimes a very lonely trail. An enemy is constantly um, trying to destroy and to eliminate uh, what God's word says and to revert it and to pervert it, amen, to ostracize and separate it from your people or in any way lies, schemes, scams, and all of that. We just thank you, Lord God, for this day. For this is a day that thou hast made, and I ask, Lord God, that you infuse in me, ignite in me what I need to say with this particular thought of the text that says, I will not be denied. In Jesus' name I pray. For God, you said that nothing is impossible. With God, all things are possible. You are a probability God from the hypotenuse, Lord God, of things or you know, the ideas of things, Lord God. You can bring an idea into fruition, Lord God, and, and, and the idea becomes a solid mass of clay, a solid rock, and it will last for many, many moons to come, millions and millions of years beyond the time of the, the creation of the idea. So I thank you, Lord God, for everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I will not be denied. That's the theme. I will not be denied. Again, say that with me. I will not be denied. So when I open up the Bible um, today, I got this scripture, and that's how I read the Bible. You know, I just open it up, and whatever um, page that it lands on, I, I, you know, wherever my eyes first, you know, lodge, I, that's the word for today. And so this one says the advice of personal conduct. This is coming from Second. Timothy chapter 3, and I'll read the entire text pretty long. It'll take me about five minutes timing. This now also is that in the last day, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, uh, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, uh, truth breakers, false accusers, uh, inconsistent, uh, fierce, um, despisers of those that are good, Mm. traitors, heady, heavy-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Mm-hmm. having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, or from such turn away, for of this sort are they which creep in houses and uh, lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers lust, every learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Uh, now, as uh, Jamie and uh, Jane there, which said Moses, uh, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds uh, reprobate uh, concerning the faith, 
but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. But those have fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, um, execution, affliction, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, as uh, Lystra, what persecution I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that was uh, lied, godly in Christ Jesus, shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Uh, but continue thou in the thing which thou hast learned, and hast not assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, for are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it Profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect through thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. I think that was under five minutes. Amen. Praise God. But I read in your hearing Second um, uh, Timothy chapter three verse one through seventeen. If you want to come up into this vocation, you need to be uh, one that uh, will follow um, the voice of Timothy, uh, the instruction uh, of a priest, a pastor, a minister, a man or woman of God. It be a lay person that want to just be um, doing right and staying right standing. Uh, it's a hard task when you're doing good and you're, doing, you're on the job and then all of a sudden you're laid off the job because someone lied on you um, because they want your job. You didn't do anything wrong, but someone lied, you know, to the boss man or boss woman, or you know, and then they spread the words and rumors and lies and gossip and and all this lie. See, the person who brings about the lie is totally tormented. Uh huh. They they will lie to to their death and die in their torment and sin. Amen. They need to repent for the lie that they've spoken over a man or woman of God before they die, uh, because that stuff's going to eat them away. See, the man or woman of God is just going to be at peace and just beautiful in every way um, and totally well-rested. Amen. And and grow younger every and every day. It seems like, wow, she's getting younger. She's getting younger. How old is she? I can't tell how old she is. She's not old at all. She's got a more youthful appearance every day. I can't stand that, right? Praise God. And bless his holy name. But the point of the matter is, how is the subject line, I will not be denied, have anything to do with Second Timothy, uh, verse 1 through 17 from the King James Version? Well, let's pray and seal the word of God with a prayer. God bless the reading of your holy word. Amen. <laughs> I was reading a, 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 an article on around, I think it was um, August, uh, this this um, month in 2023, and it came from um, a newspaper, 
And again, you know, I did not ask permission, you know, to read this. Uh, it was from the National Weekly, the Caribbean National Weekly, CNW Network. And it was written on Thursday, August the 3rd, 2023, when I stepped into Florida. I drove into Florida for the great coronation service and ordination service of many men and women that my only job was to anoint these powerful men uh, and women um, to go forward. It was one man and several women. Ken-born Judge Tanner Cutcan, Chuck-Tan, uh, which presides over Trump case, okay? And it's written by, um, and please forgive me um, for the mispronunciation of names, but I will try to pronounce it properly. Um, it's written by uh, Ken Isha Korea. Okay. As of August 1st, Tanya Sue Chukken will preside over the criminal trial of former United States President Donald J. Trump concerning the event leading up to the January 6th. 2001, United States Capitol attack. Chuck Ken is a Jamaican-American immigrant with a distinguished background as a lawyer and jurist in Washington District of Columbia, D.C., since 2014. She has served as a United States District Judge in the United States District Court, Columbia, born on July the 5th, 1962, in Kingston, Jamaica, Chuck Ken pursued her education at George Washington University, earning a Bachelor's of Arts degree in 1983. She later graduated from the University of Pennsylvania Law School with a Juris Doctorate degree in 1987. Chuck Ken's noteworthy career, early in her career, Chuck Ken worked with his law firms, including Hogan and um, Hartson LLP, now Hogan Lovett, from 1987 to 1990, and uh, Donaton Van Leisure, or Leisure, Rogenzen, Hughes, and Shiler from 1990 to 1991, and from 1991 to 2002, Chuck Ken served as a trial attorney and supervisor Later, she became a partner at the noted law firm of Boyce, uh, Sheeler, and Flexman, where she specialized in complex civil litigation, particularly antitrust class action cases. 
Recognizing her legal acumen and experience, President Barack Obama nominee. I have to turn the page to um, section and, and to continue this awesome article, section B, um, with title Tanya Chuck Kent. Oh, in the page. Find section B. Amen. Going section A. Let's keep on saying. Amen. Okay. Going to the bottom of the page. It says Tanya Chuck Chan. Um Page, front page, A1. It is uh, nominated Chuck Chan as a judge of the United States District Court for the District of Columbia on December 19, 2013. After hearing the before the United States Senate Judiciary Committee on February 25, 2014, her nomination was reported out of committee on March 27th, a voice vote. The United States Senate invoked closure on her nomination on June 3rd, 2014, with a 54 to 40 vote. And the next day, June 4th, 2014, her nomination was confirmed with an unanimous 95% to zero votes, 95 to zero votes. On June 5th, her judicial commission. Throughout her career, Chuck Ken has been involved in various high-profile cases. In February 2017, she ruled against the org in a lawsuit brought by several organizations ordering the deletion of building codes and fire codes they considered their copywritten um, property. Moreover, Chuck Tan had ruled against the U.S. Department of Education and the U.S. Department of Justice in different cases, denied former President Donald Trump's plea to withdraw and withhold records from the House Federal Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack and her decisions were upheld by the D.C. Circuit and the United States Supreme Court. Chuck family of lawyers, outside her professional achievements, Chuck has a familiar connection to the legal world. Her husband, Peter A. Kerr Van Emmer of the District of Columbia from 2012 to 2023. Together, they have been blessed with two sons. With her Jamaican heritage, legal experience, and dedication to public service, Tanya Sue Chuck has 
established herself as an esteemed judge overseeing significant cases in the United States District Court for the District of Columbia, including the high-profile trial in, involving the former, former, former President Donald J. Trump. You know, it's absolutely amazing that um, I was able to read that. I was, I was in uh, Florida, and I, I was um, visiting um, uh, one of my cousins there, uh, one of the twins. Absolutely amazing. My family has so many twins. You know, um, it's just great, crazy. But on my mother's side, uh, we have twins. And then on my father's side, we have twins. <laughs> All over the place, there are twins, you know, two tears down, three tears Twins of the twins being born. But I was visiting one of the twins, um, who's Aunt Sherry. She's in Spain. And so her daughter, I was visiting her there in Florida. And, and I was just, you know, chilling back, you know. Um, and it's just really wonderful to see family. Um, I believe family is first. You know, God is God no higher than family. Family, Lord, you're nothing, right? Family is the best. You know, you got your immediate family, inner circle family, your extended family, and the family, you know, um, third, fourth, fifth, and back all the way out. It's bloodline, man, you know, on both mother and father's side. And I know all my family. So it's just amazing that, you know, it's just a great honor when your family allow you to you knock on the door, you make a, you know, call and, you know, at the last moment say, hey, I'm, I'm in your neighborhood, can I stop by? And, you know, or, you know, they're like, is coming to the house. Mm. Uh. <laughs> but I, I get welcomed, you know. But you can't stay too long now. <laughs> How long are you staying again? <laughs> and I didn't say that. I was just, just chilling out, you know, and um, going to the conference and, you know, um, the ordination service. And it was just really amazing that the newspaper landed there on the table and I was just picked it up and read it. And it's amazing because, you know, I, I'm in the Washington, D.C. Charleston area and to Florida reading about stuff that's happening in Washington, D.C. So how does that have to do with I will not be denied? <laughs> you see, here's a successful young lady that took the, the, the opportunity that, 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 that is America, the opportunity to rise to the occasion to get to any level of success that you want to be at. I will not be denied. Um, she took on law for something that apparently might have happened in her childhood. I don't know this young lady. I'm very proud because she is, you know, Jamaican, and you know, you know that is my family roots. You know, so I'm really, just truly amazed to see and to hear of someone uh, that has risen to from the island of Jamaica, distinction, right? She had many, many times you could see that she had to say within herself, I will not be denied. I want this, whatever it is that she thought of. Amen? I'm sure, you know, everyone has mentors and mom and dad, of course, you know, the family structure and the church and very other organization, uh, you know, that shaped this child. It takes an entire village, you know, as an African theme to raise one child. Amen? And, 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 and so... You know, it's just amazing as we look at the Word of God that that says that in 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 Second 
Timothy chapter 3 that it says, let this be known also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. There's never been a time in history that the president of the greatest empire of the world will ever be charged with such a crime, of crime. It's never happened. It's a historical um, situation that we're in, in the 21st century, in 2023. Huh? See, my word in, in 2019 said that this man has to be removed in, from office. I, I, I said that. I remember I was in a taxi cab and, you know, the white man was driving me and he said, he hasn't done anything wrong. I said, he's done a lot of things wrong. But you know what I'm saying? When the, 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 the position of my, my posture was, let's put a, 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 a petition to impeach this man. I even moved from the Republican Party in 2022 because of this nonsense that was happening. And I've been a Republican my whole, um, you know, military career. And even before I joined the military, I, I signed up that because Abraham Lincoln's father. Amen? Um, you know, of my people that was, you know, caught up in, you know, uh, and some, not everyone, uh, was entangled with this, this slave thing. And, and because the Democrat Party says in, in their constitution, and it's still there, the law, that slave is okay. And enslaving the people is okay. So that's the only reason. I said, no, 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 no one should be enslaved by any man. Amen? Freedom is, is, is the un, ultimate thing. And I also like the idea of pulling up yourself with your own bootstraps to become. I will not be denied. You cannot let anyone tell you you can't do something. Through the vehicle of education, you can be all that you can be. The, uh, NWACP for the advancement of the colored people. Hmm? They, 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 they made and coined a phrase at one time on their theme that, that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Mm-hmm. Education is key to our success. As black people, as a black race, as a black nation, as a black culture of the African diaspora, we span the globe. The Africans made the first university in the world. The Africans made the first um, Congress in the world. It, it's there in Africa. It's an old um, landmark that, you know, they, they've discovered, and it shows the circle. You know, how these people created this circle? How do they know to do this? The circle of communion and talking about a thing, reasoning one with another. Ah, mm, the Greeks didn't make it. It came from Africa. Everything comes from Mother Africa. Mm. You might want to deny, but everything comes from the root, the mother and the father. Everybody has to go back to the root. I will not be denied because of the color of my skin, because I say stuff you don't like. I'm a religious person. You don't like to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. I will not be denied. I will not be denied. I will speak the truth because I love America. The Bible says perilous times will come. And this stuff was written over 3,000 years ago, inspired by man of God and woman of God. They wrote. They, they had the education to understand. They can bribe. They can, they can put on 
pen and 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 uh, with a, with a chalk, I guess, and and a, and a chalk. They can put on 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 paper or or on the wall on a scroll. They can write the vision and they can make it plain on tablets. So my my children, I'll read it. Uh, uh, let me let me. Uh, 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 I was able to. I was able to get a stamp. You know, <laughs> this one says the United States Army. You know, but anyway, I'm using it as the as the as as as, as, as the Archbishop. <laughs> My staff is Moses held up the staff, and I was able to give one of these um, the Air Force one to um, the Archbishop Dr. Delavo. But I was able to write. You know, they would take their cane and they would write the the family name and find the Banton and date. Walker Smith, Abram Almasi. Yeah, that's the, my last name. <laughs> right? I haven't even begun to write my first name, but I'll be able to pass this down to my children, my children's children, and children's children. I'll be able to write their name and their family tree on this thing here. Right? Write the vision, make it plain on tablets. Amen. Some wrote on in the cave and they, they they drew um, something and they they um, you know would draw a circle and a stick and you know and some lines lines two hands and two legs on walls the cave the cavemen uh, they write you know visions of cow or donkey or something some animal dinosaur or something they you know they carve out the the clay and it's there built to Day. Billions and billions of years later, those carvings are, are still there in the earth. So this word, perilous time shall come, was, was written. Amen. It was written a long time ago, fired by God. We're in the perilous times, but it's not the last day. I know people are like, it's the last day. <laughs> it ain't the last day you're still alive. <laughs> and the last day has not come upon us yet because everything has not been fulfilled yet. That is written in the, the Bible. And um, they, they have some other people who get inspired by the Bible and they make their own little father. And, and, and North Obama says, mm. amen. And it happens. Amen. Men shall be lovers of their own self. We have, you know, Donald um, uh, Trump, he, he is a man that is, loves his own self. He doesn't love anyone else, right? Um, you, you, you hear that um, they, they, they're covetous, boasters, they're proud. Hmm? They, they, they're proud and they love who they are. They got power. They got wealth. They're, they're all about them. You know, it's, it, you know, they're like, it's all about, you know, it's all about, you know, it, it, it's, it's just all about them. What love got to do with it? What, got, what, what, what do you have to do with me? And all of this stuff of exclusion and not inclusion, right? There's so much stuff going on. It's mind-boggling. Uh, Children are disobedient to parents. The child will tell the parents, we're going to divorce you. The child don't even know, they don't have a clue about life. 
If they want to divorce their parents, they just want to go and do their own thing so that society will just take them and just wrap them up and spit them out and just cause them to be something else, just hurt and abuse and all kinds of stuff because they listen to some nonsense or peer pressure or whatever it is. And the law says, yes, a child can divorce a parent so that parents have no right. They, they, people are unthankful. You know, you, you, you know, you're on the road, you're driving, and, you know, you allow someone to get in front of you and you let them go ahead. They don't even blink their light at the back and say, thank you. They just move in and keep on going. Not even a thank you, not even a wave in the back, say thank you. No. I mean, really? I didn't have to let you in? I always try to flick my back light so they can say thank you or wave my hand. Thank you for letting me in, you know, so congested here in the Washington, D.C. area because more people are coming to um, 95 because of the jobs are here. There's an influx of people and more to come. When somebody lets you in, you should say thank you. But men and women, boys and girls, have become unthankful, unholy. They feel good to do dirty stuff. Uh, it's happening without natural affection. The natural affection is a man want to be a man and want to grow, a boy want to grow to be a man because he saw his father, he saw his uncle, he saw this man image that's like, I want to be like that man. This, 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 you know, this is the man that, you know, ain't nobody want to be like the Trump. Everybody's like, I don't want to be like that. Uh-uh. When um, Barack was in power, you know, the Honorable, and people say it, the Honorable, President Barack, uh, Dr. Obama, right? Ain't nobody saying Honorable Donald Trump. He's a former. <laughs> you know, it's, it's wonderful to, to understand the English words, how the words mean so much to a people. They're disappointed. He's a tall man, a handsome man with stature and great to look upon. But he opened up his mouth and he's like, oh, my God. What? Why? You hurt the people with your mouth. You had everything. Why are you hurting the people? The people that put you in the place with the position of power and authority. You can lead them. And America has never been through no kind of nonsense like this. Huh? I'm glad America is America that I'm able to speak like this. Because in some countries, you can't speak against the president of the United States, former or latter, or the one that was 20 years back. <laughs> right? But we are able, with the freedom of speech, the freedom the right, the, uh, the freedom, we will not be denied. We will not be undersold. We are a people of coming together, of greatness from every walk of the land to make a decision what is right for our country. And it's our country, not her country or their white man's country or the black man's country or the, the, the uh, Asian country or Hispanic country or the Viking country. No, it's our country, out of the people in Jamaica, they said we're one. You know, out of many people, we're one. Uh, America is a great melting pot of many, many, many people, many cultures from India. To every country in the world is here. Norwegian, uh, Finnish, uh, Finnish people, Russian, you know, Ukrainian people. Everybody is here in this great 
United States, right here in Washington, D.C., right? And we want things to be right, you know? Um, the, the person who is an atheist want the Christian people to speak up about God. They literally do want to hear from the man or woman of God to tell us the truth so I can reject your ideas. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Huh? This woman, and, and you know, like I said, I, I apologize for um, my speech and, and mispronunciation of a word, a name and stuff like that. You know, that was one of my challenges with God when he called me to preach his word or to teach his word. Huh? The father, my, my, you know, I stammer and, you know, I don't pronounce stuff properly. So I say, forgive me. I repent of that sin. I don't want to offend, but I'm still practicing. And somebody will correct me. The next time I come around, I'll be able to say that word correctly in Jesus' name. If someone will take the time to correct me, uh, amen. We have traitors, you know, um, you know, petty, uh, high-minded, lovers of pleasure and lovers of God. So how can someone judge someone like this when it's happening all around, when, when wrong is being said is right, and when right is being said is boring and not so right? We don't want to do that. We don't want to hear the truth. What is truth? Who's truth? Who is God? What God are you talking about? You know? I mean, literally questioning because they're confused and don't even know. They have a form of godliness. They'll say, Lord, Lord, but they don't want to do the word of God, which is here in the scripture. They, they, they have as a mind and idea, and that's what they think is right, and that's what they're going by. And they're leading a few people with this idea. It had nothing to do with scripture. But they deny the power of God. They don't want to hear nothing about the Holy Spirit. They don't want to hear about Jesus Christ. Yes, he was a good prophet, a good man. But he's not God. They'll say it out of their own mouth. I don't want to hear that nonsense. I mean, it's like they hate anything with the name Jesus annotated or connected, it just bothers them. As a matter of fact, uh, for the Small Business Administration to get a, an email from somebody that said that this church is, uh, is stopped and is inoperable and, you know, the little house on the prairie at 204 Helen Street in Fayetteville, North Carolina, is shut down. That's where I headquarters is in North Carolina. <laughs> it looks like there was foreclosure done. I know foreclosure was done on me, not on the church's name or my name. Amen? Praise God. Because I was given that, that house and $500 to live there. And that was my understanding. <laughs> I lived there for 12 years. Now, or 15 years or whatever, from 2008 um, until um, uh, uh, November 19th, 2019. And bam, here come the pandemic because they messed with the house of God. I mean, the whole world, God was so mad, the whole world. And nobody can tell me that that did not happen. The whole world history shows proof that God was very apt. The day that the lock was put on my door at 204 Helen Street was the day that they announced a pandemic. 
I mean, the very same day. And, you know, God was very vexed. Because, see, the thing with me, I will dedicate from the core of the earth that God give me something. Bless me, this man that I didn't even know gave me the keys to his house and never saw the man again. It was a house, beautiful house, a peach, you know, and white at the top. And I'm like, it was like I just walked into everything that was already done is clean, healthy. I paid $500 for rent, and he never collected again. Pay the bill, the Bank of America. So I started paying the little bill, $639 a month, the Bank of America. Five years hence, here come a woman saying she's his wife or something, and she's on my tax record. And I'm like, what wife? What woman? What the heck? She don't own my house. Oh, glory be to God. My lawyer said stop paying everything. You have one, one year left to pay off the notes. You pay off the notes, you'll never be able to get rid of that woman off of your property. I'm like, wow. He gave me everything, this man who I don't know. But he saw something in me, and, or he was frustrated with her. I don't know. But I don't know. But I was given the key to living. And I dedicated the house to God, man, from the core of the earth to the, the, the heavens of heavens. Because to me, I was, like, totally amazed at the miracle that I had a whole house to myself, three bedrooms, two baths. A half bath, I think it was, hmm, was the house that my mom um, passed away in. I mean, so, you know, a woman, I was not 100 years old, right? Oh, lived there in peace. And all we did was create this uh, radio, television, and video, and, and spoke God's word. That's it. And, and people would come. It became a house of prayer. It became uh, where people would come for church and, I don't know. I was just reading the Bible and videos so I can take care of my mom. And she wasn't able to move as fast as she was as we were visiting other churches. So I said, we're going to have church right here because she liked church. You know? In dedicating that property to God, you know, um, when whoever, um, Bank of America, did whatever they did to get rid of the woman off the property and, and all of this stuff, and somebody, you know, um, went and paid at the county and put their name on it, and then they changed the lock without my knowledge. And Bank of America didn't give me the $8,000 that they promised me with for, for, for a key and lock or anything. They lied to me with their, you know, and all this sheriff stuff coming up. And I'm like, wow. But there's an Indian guy that gave me a place to live in Cary, and I kept on rolling in the name of Jesus. Huh? But not only that, did I have that. I had my own house and, and land in North Carolina. I had so much house and land in North Carolina, things that they don't even know of. I have an apartment complex, people still trying to, people living there, and I don't even know how they got there. <laughs> God has given me so much stuff, y'all. And, and, and I don't, you know, beg, borrow, or anything, but people give from their substance to me, into my hand, so that God can bless them. Mm. I will not be denied. So, yes, they put the, 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 the lock on the key. They changed the lock so my key wouldn't work. And I was like, oh, wow. So I walked away, and the neighbors looking. You know, they destroyed my cars. They, you know, you know, they do trying to run me off the street. They did all kind of crazy nonsense. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what did I do? Oh, she's troubling us. She's troubling us. Why? I'm teaching God's word. I'm saying God's word. When you say the word of Jesus Christ, when you say the name of Jesus Christ, demons tremble. They don't want that. 
They don't want to hear that. And they're afraid of you because your Holy Ghost boldness is nothing but dudamous power. They can't take that. They don't want to hear it. You know, they like, see no evil. They want to hear no evil. They want to speak no evil. Huh? But my position is to speak God's word so that America can be healed. I'm not even, you know, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. I spend more time with God's word, children. I spend more time with the people of God than my own children that came from my womb. I love God's people more than anything, than life itself. Understand? Husbands left me, went off with some, you know, evangelists. I don't know. Let me call him from Tennessee. Hey, uh, sorry I did that. Uh, you know, I was your good woman, your good wife. Can I come back home? No, you cannot. I don't know, heebie jeebie. I don't know what you got in, what kind of contamination you got into. You stay there. The grass was greener on the other side. Stay there. Amen? I'm going to teach and preach the word of God to heal the sick, to save the sin-sick soul, the men and women, because this is perilous times. Perilous times is what we are in now, where there's war and rumors of war, where there's destruction. You see Hawaii burning up. Amen. You see tornadoes and floods everywhere. You see this heat wave. The the ozone is all kind of opening up. You see the the sinkhole is happening in our land. You know, it's getting bigger. The sinkhole, are we going to go down? Is this opening up? I'm telling you. If you just call on the name of Jesus Christ and repent of your sins, I was talking about that last night. Today's broadcast is I will not be denied, but I'm saying it's the same principle thing. You have to understand if we please God, God will immediately heal the earth. Immediately the earth will obey God's will. If we don't please God, he will unleash let the enemy do everything to you. The same enemy that you want to with and you want to, you know, be about. Ooh, the, the same enemy that's trying to kill you, literally destroy you. Don't want you to even come into the earth for your existence to even live, not even a day in your mortal life. And you want to be with that thing? You want to love that thing? And that thing that hates you? See, God loves you. And so do I. And if the mother loves the child, she's going to slap you one time, two times. She's going to slap you hard and correct you. And I'll correct you every time. I don't care if you stop talking to me. I'd rather slap you and, and sit you straight and that butt hurt and, and, and you sit down and, and stop and think and consider your ways and stay out of harm's way. Then to let you, I love you so much, I don't say anything to you. That's not love. That's I would be a, a mother that totally despises a child. See, when I say that I, I spend more time with the Word of God, is because God is 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 ultimate first. God no higher. But my family is very very close to me. Very, I I pray for them. I read Psalms ninety one. I pray for the, my children. I pray for my children's children. God will protect them. If I'm doing God's work, he has to protect my children. 
He has to protect my grandchildren and everything that's mine. See, the day that they, they locked me out of that house, that the, uh, I guess Small Business Administration got a notice or something about that situation, um, you know, they're calling to see, is the church operational? Of course the church is operational. Anywhere I am, I am the church of the living God. Huh? The Holy Spirit lives in me. So anywhere I go in the world, the church is in operation. Hmm? The Holy Bible says so. You know, remember, you know, this is me. I was running for president of the United States of America in 2020 to 2024, right? I said so. I will not be denied because I can. I will. I shall. All the people of God have to say, we yield and we repent and we want to hear from God. And the word of God is and it shall be. I would rule this nation with God's word. God's word is the ultimate prize to keep us. The word of God says a nation huh, that exalts God, that prays God, that loves God. There will be peace in that land. So much peace, economic power, oh, wealth on every hand. The trees are, and the plants are just flourishing. And the waters, the rivers, and the, the seas and the tributaries are just, 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 just flow seamlessly in brilliance and splendor. Huh? A nation of people that love God and want to serve God and have repented. One voice, I, I, I predicted this, that this would happen, that all of America would call on me and say, please, be Archbishop. We need you to talk to God for us. We can't talk to him because we're scared of him. You talk to him for us, and we will listen to you. I'm telling you. I said it over and over and over and over again. Why did I say that? Because God showed me it was God and the people, and I will be president of the United States. Don't need no money. Just the vote of the people. How is that? Red tape? There won't be any red tape. You'll be like, oh, we surrender. Take this from us, please. The situation that no man can handle. This situation that we're in, only God can heal the land. But he said he will. Send his word in um, Chronicles. King Solomon wrote it, right? Like the word of God says all words come by the inspiration of God, right? So King Solomon was inspired to write these words. And he said that if my people, so my being God's people, that means all men that were created by God belongs to God. Everyone and every cell and every molecule that was created by God, no one came from an ape or a monkey or any other critter. We came by the creation of dust. Huh? Norman, 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 Norman? Dar Darwin, theory of relativity, relativity was proven an error by science. God created man. So God's word is an if, is an if, is a question. It's a proposition. If, I-F, two letters. If, it's a thought. If my God's people 
that are called. See, God's people are called. I mean, everybody has a calling on their life to do right by God. They, they're, they're created to do something for this world. They, they're earth. They're created to make earth better, right? They have an idea. I will not be denied. Say it with me. I will not be denied. If my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves, you got to step back and say, God, I've sinned, man. I've done wrong. I've messed up. Yeah, it's okay to make an error. Donald Trump, all you have to do is say, I, America, forgive me. I've sinned. I did wrong. I repent. Then stop being proud. Nobody like that. Nothing harmful. He said, I am sorry. I did wrong to you, America. America, forgive me. I'll serve my time. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be rocking in the, in the house, in the jailhouse rock and running things. Okay. A lot of powerful people serve time in jail. Hmm? And the Bible has them. Moses, he was a murderer. Joseph didn't do anything wrong except he had a drink, and he locked his butt. <laughs> he became the governor of Egypt, a prisoner incarcerated by a woman who lied on him. Uh-huh. So she he didn't want to have nothing to do with that woman. She stole his coat or grabbed his coat and said, hey, here's his coat. Potiphar's wife, man, lied on him. And the man was so, you know, powerful. He know the man didn't do anything wrong to his wife. He wouldn't even dare. He knew that guy. He loved that guy. He knew that guy better than her. Huh? He trusts her little and trusts him a lot. But, you know, because of pride in his position, he has to, you know, you know, protect his wife's word. And, and he locked the man up. For years, they forgot about him. Butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Remember the story? He was in jail a long time. But he had a purpose. Donald Trump being in jail is a purpose. That's never happened in our history. Huh? And the president of the United States of America is going to be incarcerated. Now, when I said to that taxi guy, we need to impeach the guy, that would have been the best thing. And he just resigned from office. Like Nixon. I don't know what's happening. I didn't do I know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Leave. That would have been fine. Step down from your high horse. But no, you're going to stand and continue making noise and all this propaganda and scandal and all kind of stuff. You know, just being rude to people. You know? I mean, we had that happening with O.J. Simpson, man. Murder happening. The glove. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Nice, good science. And he was, he was released. Family, his own family, took everything from him in the civil court of the law of the land, took all his wealth and everything from the man, and still was talking. Just be quiet. You know? He got away with murder. People were praying for you. Because it would have been a very horrible thing for a very wealthy black man in football to get locked up. You know? And incarcerated, the whole world was happy when, you know, he got away with it. Did he do it? Did he not do it? Who knows? Only God knows. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I was in Iceland. I was praying for the guy. So I saw his mother in a wheelchair. 
I'm praying, Lord God, don't let him get locked up, you know, because of his mother. Don't know the family or none of that. That was my prayer. And he didn't get, see, everything that I pray for happens. There's nothing that I've asked God for that has not happened. The word of my mouth does not fall to the ground. So I'm the one that you need to follow. Understand? Because I'm scared of God. I'm scared of you. I'm scared of God's people. I tremble at God's people because I got to do right by you to lead you to God. The holiness heals and set free of the torment that is troubling your mortal body. It's troubling your mind. How am I going to pay my bills? I don't want to be homeless. Should I get a car, an RV? Should I get a FedEx truck? I can convert that into my house, man. I'll be rent-free. Oh, that's a good idea. Hmm. Let me see what the auction got. Buy one of them trucks. <laughs> and, and go to Home Depot and fix it up, you know. Put light in there, you know. Put the kitchen sink and everything, microwave. Yeah, put a bed, you know, like that. Electricity in there, you know. Put some solar panel on top, you know. It's fun. Living off the grid, man. God's word is true. God's word is alive and well. And I'm telling you, it's just a great opportunity to look at how God's word has come to pass in the 21st century through 2 Timothy chapter 3 as we're looking at the history and the legacy of what we're dealing with and everything else. It's just Right in our face. Verse 5 says, you're having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Um, and, and, and the Bible says to turn away from a person like that. Preaching away. Like, like the guy that stole my house. Um, a guy trying to steal my house in North Carolina. Can you believe that? He literally rented my house out, my five-bedroom five bedroom apartment complex that was given to me by 91 years old. Man, and what this 91-year-old man said to me, which his family don't know, but I'm about to make it live and in living color and let the whole world hear about what this man said to me before he died. He said, pray for my 14 children. Pray for them, that it will be well with them. Bless my children. I don't even know his kids. I don't know one woman. Uh Her name is Magby, I believe it was. Yeah, and Bessie was her name, a high yellow, you know, you know, light-skinned black woman, beautiful lady. I met her, and I met her husband, Mr. Magby, and he's like um, some kind of carpenter or something. He had a beautiful little place, and there in Fayetteville, and little business operations. But I don't know, but one reason myself and Mr., uh, I call him Pastor Daniel Marsh, went to her office and she was, she was like, gave me 400 houses or something for me to sign, you know, and I gave a document and said, okay, you can have a tax write-off and all this stuff. And she, she, had, she called on her father to meet me. His, his grandson came with father in a wheelchair, and I got to meet him, and he heard what I had to say, and he, he's like, he was a real estate tycoon. He was very wealthy, but I don't know. Didn't have a clue who these people were, right? But nevertheless, these wealthy people, Bestowed on me their possessions, and it's written in in the, the county, uh, Cumberland County, North Carolina. You can pull it up. 
Huh? Gave me the land houses. I'm saying my name is written on a lot of houses. They, they signed. And she introduced me to her brother in Rocco. You know, I had a term named Rocco, so I was like, "Hey, Rocco." He was Italian, but different. Uh, so I'm like, "Wow!" You know, I'm, I'm like, "Wow! Why did God bestow this on me?" Over ten years ago, like twelve years ago, or something like that. The thing was signed November thirtieth, I believe it was, in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. It gave me the property. I paid what I had. I think I had one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. I had that my own money because I believe what Abram said that I'm gonna pay. <laughs> they took that money. The lawyer wrote the documents up. He signed it, sealed it. My mom signed, my son signed, I signed, the the uh, notary, the public signed, legal binding document and agreement, and all he asked me was to pray and bless his family. What that means is his children, 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 children forever is blessed. His grandchildren, the 10,000 generation is blessed, and they will never be cursed. Do you understand that? Because this old man of 91 years old understood if he would give to God, and for I don't know, but apparently they knew about me. I knew nothing about them. And that's usually my mantra. People know about me, but I have no clue who I'm talking about. They know me, but I don't know them. You know? I, God has, you know, blinded my eyes from understanding and kept me naive from the ways of the world, the ways of sinful. I don't get it. I'm like one of them dumb blondes, they would say. You know, chewing the bubble gum, man. You know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand the ways of the world. I just do not understand. You give me the word of God, and I, I, I got this. And all this other stuff, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. So I'm a clue. God has kept me from all that. He just has kept me because He wants me to deliver His word. His word is Himself. God has kept me like God Himself. Here on earth, in the land of the living. Hmm? So that man knew if he would give into a priest's hand that his heart's desire. Now, this man, you know, from what I understand, took care of all his children because all of them have real estate. From the ones in Florida, I know I saw one lady drove up to meet me at the courthouse, and Miss Maggie and them in a beautiful car. They have beautiful cars, beautiful homes. You know, they're wealthy people. They all know me by name and everything. They know me when I come by, when I sign my pants or whatever. They know me wherever I am. They follow me. But I do not know them to this day. But anyway, last year, April, um, somehow, man, I don't know him for Mark, took it upon himself. He's a work. So what would be some kind of deacon in the church? Here, here, here's the word of God says that they have an, a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof from such turn away. Hmm? So he got with some Hispanic guy, and they put a pact that my king's services, go, you know, and they, 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 they fraudulently went to the, um, the, the permit office and, 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 and had this, this uh, electrical engineer sign the permit to put electricity back into the property after they've already taken everything from the property. They just taken everything left and right. 
my grandpappy, my grandfather. It don't belong to them. The property belongs to me. Understand that. But they don't understand the vow that I made with their grandfather and their father and their great-grandfather. If they had understand it, see, Jesus Christ says, you know, um, if they knew God, they'd, they'd hear you. If they knew God, they'd hear me. But since they don't know God, they can't hear you. Nor will they ever understand you. You trouble them. Understand? The pact and the vow that I made with this man, this, the man asked me, by the way. I didn't go to him and say, give me all your property. Mm-mm. He gave me all his stuff. Why would he do that? And he has children and children. He saw the opportunity to speak to God in the flesh and ask God and make a binding contract, a covenant that would last forever to bless his children. Hmm. That's a serious covenant that man made. A very wise tycoon, real estate, millionaire tycoon. Very wise man. I saw one day that myself and Mr. Marsh went to, Pastor Marsh went to his house because he called us to come there for some reason. I'm in the car. And he asked one of his sons to give him a cup of water. And his son refused to give him a glass of water. I couldn't believe my ears, man. So I said, Mr. Marsh, he had a pile of pills and stuff like that. And he was taking every pill that he, I don't know what for. But the man wouldn't give him his father a glass of water. So I said to Pastor Marsh, go give that man a cup of water. And so he got the car and he went and he got the man a glass of water. Many, many years later, the man died, you know, and I saw Bessie Magney in the, the, the courthouse, I guess, you know, in the pearl break course, she's sitting there, just, you know, she lost her father. She's the only one I saw, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know all the other ones. I always see this woman, and, and, and she said, my father died. Okay. And I went. I didn't say yes, no, nothing. I just left court because you know I was there for some reason I don't know what I was there. I'm always in the courthouse it's <laughs> so funny I'm always in the court what I'm trying to get is this man tried to steal my property and he then started charging people rent and and people were paying this guy and then I'm getting phone my phone is ringing off the hook people telling me stories about what's going on and it, it's like you know my, my phone was blowing up and I didn't know what was going on because I'm in D.C. And my property in North Carolina is supposed to be boarded up, so I really don't know what people are talking about. Right? And I get this letter from code enforcement that says, we're going to fine you for violating, you know, you got people in your property, and the property is supposed to be boarded up. What are you doing? I'm like, what? <laughs> when code enforcement writes the letter, you answer immediately, man. So I, I address the, the, the matter and come to find out, oh, my God, I went down to North Carolina. Like, oh, my God, people living in my house. Air conditioning on. I got vagrants and 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 homeless people and you know um, infiltrated at will my property to live there. <laughs> oh lordy, it was hard to get them out. So I end up it, last month, I think the 18th of July, uh, got a court order finally after three times in court to evict the man. And did you know the law is if if someone infiltrates your house. 
for for uh, thirty three months, uh, and you don't say anything. You know they can claim the house is theirs forever. <laughs> you know they took care of the lawn. They power washed. They kept it up. You know, you know, had the lights going on. They kept it, maintained the property, beautified it, landscaping. Three months, they can go into the court, any court in the United States or within that jurisdiction, and claim, make a claim that that property belongs to them. And that's the law of our land. And that's something. They didn't pay no tax. They never pay no mortgage. They collected rent from people that wasn't lawfully their money. We committed a crime of fraud and everything else, and they can come and take your property here in the United States, and it's happening all over the United States, all these vacant houses, people moving in and taking over. Yeah? Landowners, landlords, please, if you find out quickly that somebody's in your property, hurry up because it's a long process. It's taken me a year to get rid of the, the first guy. Now we're going after all the other people that are living in my property. The sheriff is about to come, and the sheriff is going to come with me, and we're going to change the lock on the property and chain it up. Code enforcement has to let me know if I can board it back up again, or maybe not. My time is up for the boarding up process. Because I voluntarily boarded up after a storm. No, they didn't tell me to board it up. Nothing was wrong with the property except the storm and hit it. And I was like, I'm getting married, and so let me just board this thing up, and is it okay to do it? And they say, yeah, you got three years. Right? So I'm legally right to take care of my property. But anyway, long story is that they have a form of godliness because I'm getting a phone call from some woman who's telling me, yeah, there's a church involved, and there's a pastor, and, and, and then the deacon, and their deacon, and the deaconess, a man and his wife, and her name is this, and then woman telling me the whole story. It's recorded. Why? Because I was online doing a radio broadcast and conference call was going on and everything was being recorded as this phone call came in. I didn't volunteer and ask her to tell me anything. He says, she says, it's recorded. History. God is, is so um, amazed when he, 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 you give God a property, it belongs to God, he's going to protect his own. That property belongs to God. If you think what the pandemic was bad, but the pandemic, that was bad. When a man gave me 204 Ellen Street in Fayetteville, North Carolina, 28301, when somebody took it from me, Bank of America, they, they kind of slipped me a Mickey. You know, they, they did it all, not a stay thing, and they did, they did a trick with the judge and all that stuff, right? Oh, no, no, I'm just going to do a stay again. Oh, forget that. No, in my right, they took my rights from me, from my own property, which I owed nothing on. I didn't have a mortgage on the property. So how are you going to accuse me of a mortgage when I don't owe anything to you? Stole my property, Bank of America. All the property. And, and, and I, I said to them, you know, the day that you, 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 you take this first payment from me, that I had to pay the bank, you're going to be shut down. I send that money to a, a bank named SunTrust. I think everybody knows Truist took it over, right? They shut down immediately. God is not playing. You cannot mess with a child of God. You don't mess with a priest of God. It's better that a millstone be wrapped around your neck and you be cast into the, you know, you know, like what the mob do, the mafia. They, 
They put the cement shoes on your butt and throw you into the sea. Nobody will see you. You go down, man. Die. Drown. All wrapped up in shame, man. It'll be better that happens to you than for you to mess with one of God's own elect. You're out of your mind. That's what I'm saying. They, they've lost their mind. They, they, their pride has seared them. And, by the way, I've made a covenant with, it was flesh and blood, earth to earth, ashes, ashes to ashes. I mean, before the man died out of his breath, and his last breath to me was, bless my children. I can't re- recant that. that. That put God in the past. That's a vow made to God through the oracle of his child. I'm, I'm hoping that the family will hear my voice. They need to get out of my property. Now, quickly, before the sheriff comes. Because, see, it, it ain't no joke. North Carolina been saying I owe property tax on a property the church owns. The church is tax exempt. How the heck are you going to have me pay taxes when we're exempt from tax at the federal level, the state level, the county level, the city level, the local level, and, 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 and the food and everything? I don't pay tax. How are you going to tax me? I'm always going to look into that. But right now, that's another fight for another day. Because the day I pay the tax, what's going to happen? What is going to happen? What will happen when I take my little dollars, it comes from the Lord, because all I do is 100% ministry, 100%. I am going to teach the word of God to the people of God, to this nation, so this nation can be healed and set free and delivered from this sin, the sin of adultery, the sin of fornication, the sin of lust, the sin of covetousness, the sin of anger, the sin of murder, the sin of pride, the sin of all kind of heebie-jeebie going on in your mind. And you think you're right and you're wrong, man, a woman of God. I'm not talking to the, uh, the sinners that are the, the world. I'm talking to the saints that's in this household of faith. You're the one that's wrong. And God will do to you what he did to Eli and kill you because you're not ministering the word of God to the people. That means you to tell them the truth. So they know how to go. So they know how to roll, y'all. You're scared to preach the word of God because it's not a, you know, a, a, a thing that is, you know, um, you know, everybody's into it. Nobody really wants to deal with that. They don't want to even, you know, they feel funny, queer, or, you know, like when you come around, your shadow bothers them, you know, because you come in with the truth. Nobody want to be set free. They want to stay in their dirt, their muck and the mire clay of their sin. They're contented and they're happy in that place. I saw this one woman in, in, in the Washington, D.C. area. She was living in the garbage, man. I was asking the mayor, is there any way you can get that woman out of the garbage? I mean, literally, her house was the garbage. People would give her stuff and all kinds of stuff. The more stuff they gave her, she'd come out and she you know, crap and put it in a bag and put it right there, you know, crap, crap, urinate, all this stuff. And she lived right there. And everything that they gave her became garbage. She was living in a garbage heap. And she was so content. She had a cell phone and everything. They gave her some kind of thing, device, so she had communication. Just talking on the television. Government gave her a cell phone. 
and a generator. <laughs> and a tent. Living free off the, the land and, you know, not paying any taxes and living in garbage. and It's just a bad eyesore, man. Bad sore, bad eyesore. And say, so, well, she has rights and she doesn't want to live in the institution and she we can't just move her. Really? Anyway, one day, one day, I came driving through and said she was no longer there because somebody made a decision that got her butt up out of that place of garbage heap. Point is, I'm saying is that we as men and women of God have to speak the truth and speak it ever. Cause it what it will, old nursery rhyme. Those who speak the wrong will speak the wrong thing still. We got to say God's word for the healing of the nation. And as the nation, as King Solomon has said, I started earlier, that if my people that are called by God's name shall humble themselves and pray, pray right now and, and turn from your wicked ways. You can, you, can, you can say, you know, Father, pray for me. Mother, pray for me. Everybody pray for me. No, you pray for yourself. I don't waste my breath and you're going to do the same thing. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I'm not going to cast my pearls before swine. Right? You want to act like a swine? You want to stay in the mud and the mire and the pig in the mud and just wee, happy as a pig and, you know, and just wee, you know, just, you know, just enjoying yourself. You know, drinking, smoking, toting, you know, sexing, you know, texting, all of that. Living large, man. Cussing, swearing, it's really murderous behavior. And you want me to pray for you and you still want to live that way? No, you pray for yourself. Ask God to forgive you. God will hear you. He has big ears. He will hear you. And and say, Jesus Christ, I repent of my sins. Forgive me. Do the name of Jesus Christ wherever you are in the world or in your house or under a bridge or wherever. You say those words, you're immediately forgiven of all your sins. His blood washes your sins away. So if America as one voice will say, Father God, forgive me through the blood of Jesus Christ. I've sinned against heaven and of this earth. Because the earth is, is groaning because of man's sin. The earth is groaning because of the sin of man. The earth is acting up because we are earth. So if one part of earth is hurting which you are hurt in, then all of the earth is hurt in. Huh? It comes in the form of storm and, you know, wind and hurricane and tornado and tsunami and mudslides and earth opening up and ozone opening up and all kind of stuff, layers and layers of sun hitting the UV rays is coming hard on you, man. It was like when I went down to Florida, it was so hot there, man. I couldn't believe it. was like 123. I thought my, my the tires were going to melt. I mean, and then as I was driving through the streets and housing, and residential, there was flood everywhere. It was flood in the middle of the street. I thought my car was going to wash away. And I was driving real slow because I didn't want the water to come up in my engine and seize the engine up. Man, I've been stuck on stupid. I was like, man, this is some rough. I, I, I ain't never going to buy real estate down here. I never seen that all these places flooded. So I, I don't think it was like that. I've been to Florida many times. I don't think it's ever been like that. But it's hot. It was so hot. 
It was so hot. I was driving, so I really didn't feel all the heat because I had the air conditioner. And I was driving, you know. But still, when I got out of the car, it was like sweltering heat. I was like, man, I had to go into a, a building to go shopping real quick, drinking water like crazy. I lost 10 pounds while I was in Florida. I'm serious. Because when I came back to D.C., back my scale, back 10 more pounds back. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I was sweating the most, man. I'm telling you, one week I lost 10 pounds. As I say to the, the man and woman at my property uh, in, in North Carolina, y'all need to hurry up and move because it, it's not the fact that I own the house, the church owned the house and, and all of that, and you don't like what your grandfather did, and that belongs to the family and all this stuff. That idea is you need to cast that out. It don't belong to you. It belongs to me. And I have given it to God. We, uh, the man, Mr. James McNeil is his name, made a covenant together. He asked a petition from God for the blessing to be upon his children forever. And that covenant cannot be broken. So if you want to die today, you keep staying there because God is going to totally destroy you. And not only you, but your household. And all your name will be removed from the face of this earth. Like Saul. Saul was king. It will be almost like he was never born. All his children, children, all his sons was just totally eliminated. Even the son of his best friend, Jonathan and David, was tight. He died. Huh? The one that David loved. Even the one, the son that was crippled and, 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 and David kept in his house, he died. And then his daughters never had children. Therefore, the name of Saul was dead. God will remove your name from the face of the earth the longer you stay on that property. So I suggest very strongly for the sheriff come, you need to move out of the house. So they're coming real soon. They're coming after September the 2nd. A writ will be filed in the court of law. And the writ will be honored by the judge. Because the, 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 uh, the, the, the superior court judge ruled in my favor, <laughs> on July 18th, we didn't have to prove that nothing except that we own the property. She said, who owns the property? Amen. We don't lie. We don't have any reason to lie about anything. I'm not here to hurt anybody or harm anyone. I'm telling you, God is my defender, and God will defend his real estate. And I'm here to take back everything that the enemy has stolen from me, my family, my father, my heavenly father. But this one is mine, literally with my name on it. Amen. So we want to continue with this. I will not be denied. All of God's children say, I will not be denied. Amen. Don't let no man lie and steal your inheritance. Earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, and all that dwells in it belongs to God. Children of God, repent now and ask and, and go and preach and teach God's word. I'm, I'm, I'm ordering you and commanding you the great commission God said was to go into all the world. Um, let's, let's turn to Matthew chapter 20, I believe, and verse 28. I think that's what I, or 28, verse 20. Yeah. The last book 
the last chapter in Matthew, I believe it is. Yeah, the last chapter, chapter 28, uh, verse 17, it starts with, let's go back to 16. It says, then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into the mountains where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And in verse 18, Jesus said, and, and, and he came and, and he spake unto them and said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go you, therefore, all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I command you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. God is with me always. God will never leave me, nor will he ever forsake me. I will not be denied of such a thing. And like I said, I'll be president of the United States of America. I mean that. Why? Because I'm the only one that will obey God's voice and do what God says and not what man says. Because man will hurt you. They'll mess you up. And they think you're with them, and you think you're with them, and you think they're with you, and, and then they leave you banished. Oh my God! See, I I I I don't trust man. Command is, is is they change their mind in a minute, you know. And and like I said, Mr. McNeil was such a wise man. He said, "Let me get my lawyer. Let's do this right." He knows. He knows what could have happened if it was done wrong or in error. He protected me, and I didn't even know. And they, yeah, they got a massive tax write off, you know. I mean, they in real estate. They knew they they they're in business. They they know what they 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 did when they gave it to a church. The vow cannot be undone. The the, the covenant cannot be broken. And if it is broken, then what will happen to the person who breaks that covenant? It's not a good thing. It's like a Judas. He's, the man will commit suicide. He will have to kill himself. And his wife and his whole household is going to die if he destroyed. Because you want that property? You better look somewhere else. Turn from your wicked ways, man, and repent. You need to ask me to forgive you so I can pray for you. But I ain't going to pray for you when you're in wrong. You done lost your mind already. Yeah, realtors call me, lawyers call me. They won't talk to my lawyer. Everybody call me. The property is not for sale, y'all, because the covenant was meant to be broken by Mr. James McNeil and the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, to God that his children will be blessed forever. His children, 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 every generation to come to the next 10,000 generations and beyond that. Blessings will flow and overflow on these children. And no one can hurt them. No weapon that's formed against them shall ever prosper against Mr. McNeil's children. Children, children, children. Forever. The covenant is done. It's in the heavens and Mr. McNeil, I, I thought I said to him, I will take care of your property, sir. And I promise him that. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to now go back into North Carolina and take back what the devil tried to steal from me. 
Amen. Oh my God, no, no, they're coming back. <laughs> yes. And thanks to the Small Business Administration, um, Milton, now the church, doors of the church is open 24 7. You will see me visibly online broadcasting the Word of God louder than I've ever spoken before in my life. Amen. Uh huh. We're going to be rocking and rolling, man, talking the, the truth of the living God. And everybody will be saved and set free. Because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ already died for our sins. This for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. That's what, that, that's what, what, what your inheritance is. Life everlasting while you're here on this earth. Good life. That it will be well with you. That you'll be in your right mind. If you won't have to worry about a thing, There's no, uh, uh, your, your economy is going to be okay. You'll see all the destruction and, and the ways of the wicked being messed up. But your way, your house is going to be at peace. Amen. God's word doesn't lie. Amen. Amen. So I hope you got to understand how, you know, we use the analogy of this awesome judge, amen, who has uh, born... Um, in, from Jamaica in, 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 in July the 5th, 1962, in Kingston, Jamaica, how God has raised her to the occasion to sit on one of the, um, the most powerful courts, the District of Columbia, the District D.C., Washington, D.C. Oh, my God, that, that's precedence. Precedence and to rule over the, the one of the most powerful men, huh? a former president of the United States of America. What a legacy God has given to her. She said many, many times, I'm sure, I will not be denied. I am going to get my law degree. I, when she was in elementary school, everything, I will not be denied. I'm going to take that jump rope and I'm going to jump the highest jump. I don't know, but she was determined to be all that she can be. And I thank God for her mother and her father, siblings and and uncles and nieces, aunties, and all of Jamaica that made this prodigy a success. Caleb, (laughs) yes, Ice, Rastafari. She did well, and she's doing well. I thank God for her. Coming to the land of America, the land of great opportunities for every nation under the sun. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Do you get it? I will not be denied. I will not be denied. I will not be denied. I think I'm almost out of time, but as as you can see, there's, there's so much thing that those that come against the child of God, as we see in the eighth chapter, these two men's names withstood Moses. So they were exposed. They resisted the truth. They had corrupt minds or reprobate minds concerning their faith. But they shall proceed no further. God will stop them in their tracks when they come after you. Don't worry about them. Bullets that they send your way will ricochet back to them. Boomerang. 
Do not be afraid of them, God's word says. I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? I pray for each and every one of you um, in all the 50 states and all the territories of the United States of America. I thank God for you. I, I thank God for the position of power that God has given me to be able to speak to his people. It's, a, it's an awesome thing to be able to speak to the people of God. I respect them. I reverence them. Every man, woman of God that handled the cross, every clergy, you have a great job to do. And I'm proud of you and to your success. Stay encouraged, man. Stay encouraged, woman. Speak God's word and speak it ever. Cause it what it will. God got you. God got your back. Jesus Christ, to the power of the Holy Ghost, to the spirit of wisdom, and all the hosts of the angels of God. Amen. Will protect you. Angels of God of the north. Angels of God of the south. Angels of God of the east. Angels of God of the west. Angels of God of the northeast. Angels of God of the southeast. Angels of God of the northwest. Angels of God of the southwest. They all will surround you and protect you from all things, all the heebie-jeebies and no weapon that is formed against you shall ever prosper. They just can't touch this. MC Hammer says, can't touch this. I will not be denied. Get that what you've asked God for. Take it. It belongs to you. Run with it. The ideas, the visions, the opportunities you've got, you've got an inch hole into something. Take that inch hole and get inside that door and take hold of that opportunity. Run with it like a battalion. Run with that. And don't look behind. Don't let anyone tell you, no, you can't do it and you're not worthy of something. No, you can't because of the family. You can't because you came from a poverty. You can't because, no, don't. That's lies and lies of the devil. And Satan is the greatest liar. He's the father of lies. Just remember the truth. God is truth. God is love. God is a long-suffering. God is gentleness. God is kind. God is good. Everything that's good belongs to you, children God. Father God, I want to just thank you, Lord God, for today's broadcast. I thank you, Lord God, for the Small Business Administration. Uh, of the United States of America. Thank you, Lord God, for Mr. Milton and all his staff and the reviewer of the church and just reminding me that I have a job. They want to hear from the church. And I just thank God for the, that call. You know, it's, it's, it's just a great opportunity. I'm truly humbled that the United States federal government will call me saying, Archbishop, we need to hear from you. We need your word. We need the word of God. Thank you so much, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for my house, the apartment complex, and, Lord God, I, I pray those people that are there that was beguiled by a sinful man, that deacon and his wife, I pray, Lord God, that they will leave right now, Father, and that they'll find their own place to reside in the name of Jesus. They cannot stay there because they were wrong entered into a property illegally, Lord God, and they will lock, be locked up and incarcerated. Don't need all that to go forward. Lord God, I, I, I Lord God, have forgiven the man and the woman that, that did such a deceitful act, Lord God, to people. But they were in conspiracy, Lord God, against this church of the living God. For what I don't know, but I thank you, God, for their lack of understanding. And they, King Solomon says, my people died because of lack of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of things. So I just thank you, Lord God, that you've opened up the portal for me to speak about this situation and to say, I will not be denied in the name of Jesus. And 
I just thank you, Lord God, for setting every captive free, Lord God, and, and thank you, Lord God, for giving me the heart to forgive those men that have done me wrong, forgive that woman that has done me wrong. In the name of Jesus, because the earth belongs to you, Lord God, that property belongs to you from the core of the earth, Lord God, to the heavens of the heavens of heaven, into the Milky Way, that property, all that real estate, every quadrant, every section, Lord God, every centimeter of that land, uh, glory belongs to you. Of that five-unit commercial property to you there in Fayetteville, North Carolina, hallelujah, Cumberland County. And I ask, Lord God, for you to continue to bless our state of North Carolina and all the governors and all the mayors and all the people, Lord God, in power and position, all the 15 delegates. I pray for the senators, the congressmen, congresswomen, all those, Lord God, that do their work to take care of people. I pray for Fort Bragg, Lord God, and all the military might that's there, the Army, Navy, Marines, the CIA, FBI, all those people that's there, and Lord God, that defend all the police officers, sheriffs, everyone, the city councilmen, everyone, Lord God, librarians, teachers, Lord God, postmasters, just everyone, Lord God. I love them so much, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for every minister, every ministry. I thank you, Lord God, for this great country, this great nation. I pray for this nation, and I pray for the, the American dollar, Lord God. Lord God, that it stay strong, Lord God, in spite of all of these things, that all this change and this shift of the economy, it seems like, but as long as we continue to seek first the kingdom of God, all your righteousness, it all be well with us. In Jesus' name, may his peace be with you.
that I made, you know. And, you know, you can see it's kind of very oily. And, I, you know, basically we put the oil again in, in the hair. Um, and just really, uh, what, else are, what else is in this thing? Um, I, um, I, I put um, the, the avocado is, is, is what I use. You know, I let it get, you know, right, very, 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 um, you know, stay until it's soft and right, 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 right. And over, over ripe. And then I, I, I would take um, a banana, you know, just very old banana, right? And um, everything that I put on my hair, um, you, you know, you can eat. And then I also would take rice, you know, and I, I would take rice and, and, you know, boil it out, and, you know, and then um, strain the rice, and then I have the rice milk. And I put that in my hair, too, you know, so we're going to uh, make it. Then I, you know, put apples. So all of this is in the, <laughs> the apple, you know, I, you know, blend it all together, you know. Um, and so all these ingredients, um, we have the olive oil um, and um, we're getting ready to go. I do know that um, my time is up. And we um, would put also, um, when I say we, and I'm always referring to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and myself, okay. All right, always speaking plural. Um, we use um, uh, rosemary. Um, uh, we use um, different um, substances. We boil them so they become oily. And, and all of that is in this this thing here and you know then I would just you know take a little bit at a time and just you know as I'm flattening my hair unflatten it and you know rub it you know in there and then you know keep the hair and the scalp moisturized so um, I use coconut oil olive oil avocado grapes oil all these things and all these things um, brings about a bond and effect to to um, further, uh, longer, stronger, thicker, um, you know, and and that's all we 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 we're gonna do. Um, the other thing we want to um, talk to you about is how to um, um, fix the credit so your score goes up. In the next eighteen months, your score is gonna go up. Then I also I've lost um, over forty pounds right since June thirteenth. 2023. I'll show you how I've done that with the fasting process and eating properly, eating, you know, water, really, water and everything that makes work. So we're going to go through all these different things. So you're going to become healthier. Um, I'll give you the ingredients that I use for, you know, your eye, the eye fast, so you'll be able to see better and then get cleaner, clearer eyes. Uh, everything is in my book that I've written. Um, but um, I'm just going to go through each thing of the natural herbal remedies that you can really change your life to, um, you know, a healthier you, you know, um, and I'll even teach you how to, you know, the different um, herbs and um, minerals that you need for your teeth to grow back and, and get stronger, get enamels to get stronger and, you know, any damage. And, and I'm, I'm going to prove it because I had this Chip, and somebody was Wendy Smith, you know, we were in a fight in 12th grade, and she punched me in my mouth, you know, and my tooth got chipped um, that particular day. But um, I don't believe she ever came back to school. I don't know what happened to her. 
I think she fought with my cousin Donovan after I got into the airport. Yeah, I remember that. She asked my cousin, where's your cousin now? Amen. So we're going to talk about all these things that will help you to, you know, just be a better you in Jesus' name and just a lovely, lovely um, person that you are. Amen. So thank you for subscribing to my channel. Tell everybody to tune in as we're going to come back to regular broadcast because the Small Business Administration was like, is the church shut down? And I'm like, no, just doing the background as personal assistance and many other church and many other ministries to get them to broadcast their own radio products and, you know, video streaming live, you know, and it, it's, it's a lot to teach others how to do things that I've been doing, which seems so easy, but it's very hard to teach and train. And, and so um, I'm going to get active, activated so the Small Business Administration won't have anything to worry about that this church is is um, fully loaded, lock and loaded. Amen, in Jesus' name. So you guys have a great day today. Uh, today is August the 25th. It's a Friday. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy you. Uh, love upon your husband. Love upon your wife. Love upon your children and your grandchildren. Just love your family, man, to light. Um, because that true is the, the greatest ministry. Your family is first before all others. Take care of yourself, and um, yeah, so we'll be back as we grow the hair, as we um, help our credit to get better and stronger, as we um, just empower ourselves to say, I will not be denied. Say that with me. I will not be denied. Go back and read the scripture that we just went over, Second Timothy uh, chapter 3. As a pastor, if you want to come into the vocation of ministry, and it's a very, very good scripture to read. All of Timothy, actually, Timothy chapter 1, First uh, 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 Timothy chapter 1 and all of its content, and Second Timothy um, and all of its content. All right, read that. The Word of God says, study to show yourself approved that you will rightly divide the word of truth and speak the truth and speak it ever. Cause it what it will. Um, because those who speak the wrong will always speak the wrong thing still, right? A liar is a liar is always a liar, and liar catches on fire. Remember the um, saying that we say as, as children? Um, so we're going to, um, you know, learn how to care for ourselves and um, and be healthy and be in good health and wealth. Amen? Amen. God bless you. And I still can't think of that song I wanted to sing. Um Wow, man, I can't wait. As soon as I as soon as I end the stream, I bet it'll be like right there on my lips to play, right? Oh my goodness, no. But again, uh, we want to give a, a good kudos and congratulations to um the judge, man. I am just so I, I'll show you the article in the so you can see her photo. I mean, isn't that awesome? I mean, this is just I hope you can see it. I'm just so proud of this young lady. She made it, man, and she's going to really do some other more powerful things, you know, I'm sure. So watch her career and see what happens. Oh, man, amen, amen. I pray she inspired many young children, boys and girls, to, um, you know, become a judge, you know. Oh, my gosh. And wherever you are around the world, you know, um, look at her legacy and, and what she's achieved. And just do that, you know. You got you got a, a mentor, you know. 
uh, a protege, right? Yeah. God bless you. Um, think of the song. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a song. It's not coming, man. But maybe it's not for this time, but maybe next time. We'll see you. All right. Enjoy your day. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. And then this broadcast. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 